may truly understand that understanding we may believe and believing we may follow your way in all thanksgiving and faithfulness seeking your honor and glory in all that we do amen today's first lesson comes from psalm 84 listen now for god's word to you how lovely is your dwelling place o lord of hosts my soul longs indeed it faints for the courts of the lord my heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and God. Happy are those who live in your house, ever singing your praise. Happy are those whose strength is in you, and in whose heart are your highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. The God of gods will be seen in Zion. O Lord of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts are better than a thousand elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than live in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is sun and shield. He bestows favor and honor. No good thing does the Lord withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, happy is everyone who trusts you. Our New Testament lesson today comes from Revelation chapter 21, verse 3. See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Doesn't it feel good to be home? Let's start all the way back to 1973, the year that my parents sent a three-year-old, me, to sleepaway camp. Okay, if I'm being honest, the year was 1977, and I was seven. It just felt like I was three. No sleep at sleepaway camp that week. My mother really should have known. When at check-in time, I told the nurse, I am really anxious. Then followed the single longest week of my life. I was homesick, so homesick. But by the grace of God, I survived. And when my mom picked me up, I ran up to her and gave her a fierce, fierce hug, like I was never going to let her go. I told her then and there with the supreme confidence of a seven-year-old, I'm never leaving you again. <laughs> Funny thing, all it took was another tough week at Boy Scout camp at 11, when I did leave my mom and dad twice to cure me of homesickness. Since then, I have never stopped leaving and journeying. 
But it wasn't until this sabbatical summer, great thanksgiving for that renewal blessing, Shandon. I cannot thank you enough. But all it took was 40 years and this summer's journey of renewal for me to truly understand again anew the meaning of home. I want you to wonder over your own journeys of renewal home. Those times, however long you kept Sabbath, days, weeks, or months, when you were able to rest, be renewed, and be recreated by dwelling in God's house. My goals for sabbatical this summer were rather simple. Stop, be, rest, recreate or recreate. Straightforward and simple, yes, but hard for this fourth generation workaholic. I found, though, it's kind of like exercise. The, The more you do it, the better you get at it. Or I think, really, it's that the mind and the body and the heart are able to love God more fully. The more times I stopped, stop texting, stop emailing, stop screen time, stop working, stop doing, and just start to just be. As the scripture says, be still. I was able to rest in God, reside in God's dwelling place, Make a home in God's courts. So no matter where I was, out of the country, across the country, across the state border, or even right here at the house over on Hayward Street, simply stopping and being still, that place, space and time became home became a spiritual home place where I felt so very close to God, feeling God's grace, love, and beauty in my heart, mind, and soul. Reminds me of what Ralph Waldo Emerson called the beautiful, which I take to mean being home with God. He says, though we travel the world over to find the beautiful, we must carry it with us or we find it not. Celtic spirituality calls these thin places where there's not much distance between you and heaven, you and the divine, you and God. Think about your own beautiful thin places where through stopping and being still first, then resting or recreating, you find the picture suddenly comes into focus. There's God and in that moment, you acutely feel God's presence. 
Where are you able to reach for God's hand? Where your eyes are wide open to the movement of the Spirit. Spirit. Experiences heightened and conversations deepened. Colors and views and sights particularly vivid and alive. Where through Sabbath keeping, you find yourself dwelling in God's lovely home. Did you think to yourself of the revelation? Indeed, the home of God is among mortals. God will dwell with them. They will be his peoples. And God himself will be with them. Where are your thin places dwelling at home with God? I think I know some of them because I have already enjoyed the Journeys of Renewal art show in the Atrium Gallery. There I have seen witness, at least for a few of you, what it looks like to dwell in God's lovely home. Like father, like son, David and Austin White. Photography, travel, pastoral settings, plus Austin's beach adventures. For the Tim's family, traveling and making art from New York City to Shandon to Yellowstone highlights a homecoming to God. The Gore family times at the beach building sand mermaids and riding on your uncle's shoulders means renewal for three generations. For Phyllis and Bruce Peterson, dwelling in the courts of God found them all the way across the pond where Paul fought and defended the faith. Patty Cato's homecoming came at Lake Junaluska and down by the Saluda River. Several families, maybe your own, found recreation, rest, and renewal at the beach this summer. The Dooleys, the Goodwins, the Hicks sure did, making blessed memories of sunsets, rainbows, bountiful nature, and timeless priceless family gatherings. Diane and Craig Finney went big in their homecoming to Lake Ontario and Niagara Falls. Not to be outdone, Bob and Marianne Brearley enjoyed the, enjoyed the courts of God hiking over in Georgia. And the Shiflets traveled home to the desert to bask in God as a sun and a shield. God showing off through lovely rainbows, mountaintops, and family reunions. On the Cook's sabbatical journey of renewal, we too experience the blessings of home. These thin places stretched across our country and partway around the globe. Addie Grace found us our sabbatical theme song. And a sure sign that God has a sense of humor? The band's name, and I kid you not, the National Parks. Really, God? 
For so many of the places we called home this summer were national parks. Their song, Wherever I Go, there was something in the air. The night that I left town, the stars were bright and the world was spinning round. It was something in the distance that kept me, led me on to a brand new world, to a great beyond. As the river flows and the city glows, I'll be following the open road. Because wherever I go, I know I'm going home. Oh, you will never be alone. Because wherever I go, I'm home. But no matter where I went, I noticed that when everything is different, some things never change. It's the light in the eyes and the love that stays the same. Make sure you caught that chorus, wherever I go, I know I'm going home. Oh, I will never be alone, because wherever I go, I'm home. Stopping, being, resting, recreating in God's house, dwelling with God, God dwelling with us time and time again meant we were home wherever we were. Even in the confines of a crowded Charlotte airport, it's the light in the eyes and the love that stays the same. Frustrated, tired after hearing of yet another flight delay, sitting there as a family, we heard the familiar and comforting name, Jesus. Really, it sounded a little more like Jesus. Shared by a child evangelist to an equally tired and frustrated traveler sitting next to him. Out of the mouths of babes, in all five-year-old seriousness, the boy asked, Do you know God, Jesus? Man, no, I don't think so. What? Let me tell you, good people go up, but bad people go down. You don't want to go down. Do you want to know how to go up? Yes, the man said. You have to pray and say amen at the end. Going up, to dwell with God on this summer's family quest west, we found renewal following the footsteps of our college students' Maymester spiritual journeys. For Jack, Addie Grace, Yosemite, Lake Tahoe, and even visiting their California cousins they had never met. It was, as John Denver says, a Rocky Mountain High coming home to a place you've never been before. We presented a dramatic view of Yosemite Valley with its tall spires, deep valley, cool waterfalls, and jaw-dropping beauty. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. We 
were home. Jack and Addie Grace couldn't help but sing Thanksgiving, patting us on the back, hugging us fiercely. A renewed connection recreated right relationship through homecoming to God. The next day, hiking to one waterfall after another and then seeing sunset over the valley and beyond at Glacier Point, our journey of renewal had hit a high point, 7,214 feet. We all, Susanna, Jack, Addie Grace, nephew Dane, who had joined us, and I, we all were in utter amazement at the beauty of God's house. We sang a refrain from a Quest West alum when presented with similar beauty, says, are you serious, God? Unreal, stunning. The beauty before us simply could not be real. It couldn't be. Truly unbelievable is the beauty, love, and peace in coming home to dwell with God. So moved where your heart can't help but sing for the joy to the living God. Better is one day in your courts. Better is one day in your house. Better is one day in your courts than thousands elsewhere. And we continued to see it time and time again all summer long in any number of faces, places, and spaces. From California to Nevada to Oklahoma City to camp to the beach to the river to Utah to St. Lucia to the Hamptons to Edisto. Our journeys of renewal even carried over to our home here in Columbia. The last month of sabbatical, August, all I did was be a dad, taking Jack off to college as Susanna and Addie Grace started back to school. I, just me, even took Addie Grace on a really exciting, her words, college tour. I can't remember a single time being so happy, being so refreshed, being so renewed in our own home. Now I did continue Sabbath keeping, stopping, being, being just me, being just a dad. Resting, recreating. I was at home, our home, but I basked in the joyful feeling of dwelling in God's house like never before. And wouldn't you know it, when I pulled up to work that first day after sabbatical, Shandon had changed the parking lot signs to welcome home. There is a place for you here. It's so great to be home again and know we all have a home here with God. If we just stop, be, rest, recreate.
Happy are those who live in your house, O God, ever singing your praise. Happy are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield, providing us all a home of love, beauty, and grace. May it be so today, tomorrow, and all the days to come. Amen and amen.